Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Yeah. Okay. The Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio is where this all takes place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At the uh, YMCA yesterday, as I'm uh, putting on, uh, finishing things up, getting into my uh, uh, clothes that I'm going to wear home, you know, sweats and Crocs, I hear, yo, bra. Yo, bra. And I'm like, the fuck is yo, bra on me? I turn around. It's a young person. Young man. With his pants off. His pants are off. He's got his shirt on. And, uh, and, and that's it. I, I, I don't know if he had underwear on or what. I'm assuming he did. I didn't really... Scan the room. But as a young boy, I'm guessing 12 with definitely no pants. Yo, Brian, me. I look around, there's no one else in the room. I go, hey, what's up? He didn't have any pants on. Uh, his plan was jump in the pool, which he did. And then uh, there's like this uh, water extractor. You stuff the, in this case, the uh, his shorts into the thing. And then you push down on it and it spins 8 billion miles an hour. And extracts all the water out of the, out of it, you know? 
except uh and then he was gonna wear wear uh damp shorts home except the water extractor is not working in the men's locker room so he doesn't know what to do so he turns to me and says yo bra and i'm like what's up buddy and he explains to me what i just explained to you and i quickly understand that uh he's screwed now i'm not about to just go well uh tough luck at about that time one of the guys who uh who works there or was overhearing the conversation, but I've already figured out what I'm going to do. I know there's another water extractor uh, in the in the family locker room. But you see, he can't go walking outside of the men's locker room over to the family locker room because, you know, he has to pass the, the common area and everybody's going to see a 12-year-old with no pants. Kenny uh, makes a good point. Is this how 12-year-olds greet old people these days? Yo, brah. I guess so. Whatever happened to a... Excuse me, sir. Pardon me. Sorry to interrupt. No. The best I was going to get was a yo, brah. So I'm not about to bust the kid. I, I realized that... Uh, you know, whatever. Maybe that's that's how people talk these days, and I'm just an old footy-duddy if I get all pissed off. So he explains to me what's up right about the time the YMCA worker comes in and he overhears it, and I've already uh, taken the kids' shorts, and I'm going to walk outside of the men's locker room over to the uh, family area and uh, extract the water from the kids' shorts. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to do him a solid. You know, otherwise he's going to be walking out of there with pants that are literally uh, soaking wet. You know, you can only get so much out if you wring them out. These are like cotton shorts. They weigh like 8,000 pounds or so full of water. I wander over to the, uh, to the family locker room, stuff the shorts and... Like a spin cycle, super, super fast spin cycle. Pop them out of there. Come back. I'm walking back through the common area. There's uh YMCA goes, hey, thanks for doing that for him. I go, ah, it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. I said, ah, glad to do it. Uh, the kid is there waiting patiently, pantsless. I give him a short thank, and he says, thank you, sir. And I said, no problem, buddy. Have a good night. That was it. It was just so weird to be there to hear, hey, yo, bra. <laughs> like, oh, no, God, please. This is how um, Kenny says, he said, sir, then. I don't remember. He may not have. Uh, but he did say thank you. So whatever, you know, as soon as he said, my name I was like, Oh God, this is it. This is how I get accused. I'm alone with this, uh, 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 
12 year old boy in the men's locker room. I'm having a conversation with a 12 year old boy who has no pants on. This is how I get charged with something terrible. Something bad is going to happen here. Holy shit. It did and it worked out. You know. Um, all right. So that was uh that was something. Uh I I I must make the YMCA more of a consistent thing. I have uh, I, I've lost consistent I haven't had consistency in a long time. I need I need to do this. I need to somehow stay active. Okay? Or I'm going to become diabetic and then I'm going to die. Holy shit. Pray for me, please. I woke up today, woke up this morning. And uh I I got a I did my thing. I'm sitting here dying of leaves. And uh I get a text. Minus 5,000 Pooh Bear points. Oh, no. What? Did I? Did I? Because I borrowed her car. No, I didn't borrow her car yesterday. That's that's right. Um, I thought maybe, because typically I like leave the stereo way loud because I like it loud. And then she gets in the car and then it blows her out. And I go, did I leave the radio? No. Well, you didn't even drive my car. Oh, okay. What? So um, I had uh, I had wanted to change out her um, winter tires to the uh to the regular tires you know i got like four of the factory rims for this honda and uh in the winter time you know you put the beater rims on with the snow tires well winter's over you got to get those tires off the winter tires they're going to wear out really quick so i go to take the fucking things off and um you know i got a i got a four-way tire iron you know it's got all the different sizes and uh none of them work and I'm like, what the fuck? How could that possibly be? Um, I thought I was uh, doing something wrong. It's 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 not one of the four on the thing. You know, it's shaped like a like an like a plus sign. It doesn't work. None of those um, catch on the little lugs that hold the uh, winter tire on. I'm like, what? How? How could that possibly be? I got four sizes to choose from here. None of these work. So that was a bitch. Um, typically, though, Discount Tire says, yeah, uh, it takes us very little time to whip off the old ones, put the new ones on, because, you know, I'm not going. I've already got, I got eight rims. I just put the whole thing on. and uh, But I wanted to do it because... One less thing to drive off to do. Six of one, half dozen of the other. I know, but well, it wouldn't work. I was like, oh shit. So I put all the shit away. And I can now I gotta take it over to discount tire, have those fuckers do it. And um I, I thought I put everything away because Pooh Bear gets in the car today to go to work and puts it in reverse, and the car won't back up. It won't move. And she thought her car was busted. And uh I put a big block underneath the uh, tire to keep it from rolling on me if I when I was jacking up the car, which I never did do because I realized that the, the four-way thing wouldn't. So she gets in the car, starts it, puts it in reverse, and you go to work. And then the car won't go anywhere. And so I'm impressed that she figured that shit out. 
she got out and and then was like, oh, okay. And then kicked the little block out and then off she went. I I am shocked. I mean, she doesn't uh, change tires, but she totally uh, figured that shit out and was on her way and then told me minus 5,000 Pooh Bear points, you dumb shit. Oh, my God. Who are these free beers will record on Wednesday of next week? Ben and I are going to review um, the segment that was kind of the last straw for a lot of people who people who were like, boy, I'm, I'm just not really laughing anymore at this show. Um, the, we're, we're going to review the, the best way to load the dishwasher segment, which I thought was a joke, but it's not, um, on the 24th of April, early in the show, uh, they started the segment and said, all right, Hey, let's go. Uh, let's discuss this. What is the best way to load the dishwasher? And they had a serious as a heart attack discussion about what you are supposed to do when you are loading the dishwasher. Uh, we are also going to review a segment 17 um, passage, if you will, discussion about them doing their show the way they do. I haven't heard it yet. Ben heard it because of their quote unquote coach. They have hired uh, a coach and his name is Tracy Johnson and everybody in radio loves this dude. Um, His job is to uh, stroke the egos of the whatever hosts hire him. Okay, and then uh, that validates his existence. And he gets paid a lot of money by dumb fuck radio shows who think they need a quote unquote coach to guide them through decision making. I remember there was one time uh, Greg wanted to hire a another coach. And it was this loser by the name of Randy Lane. And um, I I don't remember the specifics, but we would like once a month have a conversation with this dork, and he started out one of the uh, early sessions with, uh, yeah. and I don't remember what exactly the um, advice he gave. So for ease of the story, I'm just gonna say, uh, make sure you uh, try to start out each segment with a. Uh, a catchy music bed to set up your story. So uh, whatever. Um, let's say you're, uh, we're talking about, um, I don't know, uh, whatever the subject may be, we somehow uh, connect uh, the dots with a rock song that has something to do with the subject matter to kind of get us into it. I don't know if we're talking uh about a lady who's practicing voodoo. We'd play Voodoo Child, Slight Return by Jimi Hendrix. No idea. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. do music. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, well, we we already do. But yeah, that's, 
And then like uh, a month later, he started out the next session with the exact same tip. And he didn't know that he had given us this hot tip, which is very uh, rudimentary thing to even suggest uh, in the nuts and bolts, pulling back the curtain, um, uh, you know, things that we would do on the show. And I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking clown. But uh, they discussed on their segment 17 not long ago that uh, the coach... The coach gave them hot tips on how to do the show. So we're going to focus on uh, those things and maybe even more than that. Now, I'm not yet committing to how often this show is going to happen. We will see. I might do it live. Where you can watch it as we do it. There may be a video element to it in addition to an audio element where we are playing the audio slash video clips from their show. Not yet. Sure. You see, I'm figuring this out as we go, but I do know a show will be made next Wednesday. The first ever edition of who are these free beers? We've had a pilot which consisted of, Basically, during Ben and Eric playing some clips. That counted as our pilot. But we will be reviewing the world-famous Free Beer and Hot Wings show next week, Wednesday. Please spread the word. Now, it should be pointed out that our old pal Free Beer Uh, likes to scold Ben. But I have to tell you that story in a second because Daisy's got to go pee. Don't go anywhere. I just reached out to Ben to see if he will join us to give us his perspective on being scolded by Freebeer. I got to show you this too. Cole in Colorado Springs is uh, trying to cause some trouble <laughs> on the uh, on their on their show's subreddit. I guess they're having uh, some technical issues on their show. Um, not not on the show, but on their like podcast. It didn't show up yesterday, and everybody was like, "What happened? Oh, oh what what's going on?" Um, no one got the damn show. It didn't show up, and uh, this is uh, Cole in Colorado Springs at the bottom. Eric Zane's podcast worked fine as usual. You're going to get yourself banned. First of all, whenever anybody posts anything positive about me, they think it's me. You watch. That's okay, though. I know that uh, uh, Aram, just this last week, he uh, he posted something. He wasn't even being like uh, contentious. 
and they thought it was me and banned him. And I had to convince the guy who uh, runs the um, the site. I said, "Dude, that's that's no, that's not that's not me. It, it's him." And here's here's what I have to prove it. <laughs> Aram writes, "Zane is going to have another job of getting his people unbanned." Chris says, uh, back when I was talking about on the uh, on the other time, interviewing Al Roker, play appropriate intro music. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Patrick says he's excited about the Who Are These Free Beers show that will be being recorded next Wednesday. Aram says, how about they're randomly canceling a bunch of people's VIP subscriptions? I was going to cancel it anyways. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. What are they doing? Crazy Ashley says, I got banned three times. Diver- deservingly so. Oh, yeah. You were laying waste. Uh, Ashley got into a fight with uh, producer Joe's ex-wife. Because as the dust settled, Joe's ex-wife came out of the woodwork and was like, uh, uh, you know, defending him. On all the shit that uh, was going down. And so these two titans had it out. It was fantastic. Ashley says, how did they know it was me? They probably didn't. They probably just realized that it was going. I mean, it was great reading. I was in Florida when when that was all happening. Oh my God, was that awesome. Good times, good times. Hello. Ben, are you using your new uh, found skills that you learned in Wisconsin at work today? Uh, not yet, <laughs> but I will be. Uh, ben, I, I was just talking with the audience about Wednesday. We will be recording a uh, first ever edition of Who Are These Free Beers? How, how do you feel about, about that show? Um, I'm excited, but not excited because I'm excited to do it, but I'm not excited to listen to the material. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't want people to think that this is going to be Eric has an ax to grind. Right. I want it to be Eric and Ben are just listening and critiquing what they are doing. Right. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, Cause that can be pretty, I don't want it to be that. I, and I think then people are like, well, it, you know, inherently it has to be, it's like, well, yeah, I can understand that because of the position that I, or we are in, but right. at the other side of that, there's no, there aren't, there's two people that are, there's no two people more qualified than you or I. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, there's always, there's always Joe. <laughs> oh Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there. Uh, uh, hold on a second. No, the dog's chewing on the leg of the camera. Stop. Oh, nice. Um, shaking it. There's rumors that Joe is in California. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. I don't know where. I, wonder, I'm, I, right. I, I need to know what's going on. He's in like witness protection. Oh, geez. It seems like it seems like the guy you you can't yeah. find him. He's just vanished. Right. Yeah. Um. 
What I wanted to bring up was there have been two times in history when you have been scolded by free beer. That's true. You had the, uh, when you, you, I think you had copied all of the drops that were on their drop machine and we started to use them on BBL. Yep. That was a, that was a, a, a talking to that you had. Yeah. It was a big no, no. And then there was the, on Reddit, you had suggested that you had some old audio. If somebody ever wanted to listen to old shows, you would, uh, uh, and you had gotten it because of the, um, podcast subscription you had. Yeah. It was just, uh, some, some best of shows from over the years. Right. Which would be fun. Cause occasionally people like to listen to those yep. and you, and, uh, and you, and you, and you heard from the boss again, huh? Yeah, he was like, good God, how many times do we have to go over this? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. All right, well, this is really going to, this is really going to grind his gears then, the old man. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a little, uh, anxious about it, but. No, no, well, we're protected by something called fair use. Okay. Which is, uh, taking, you know, like, um. Uh, Joe McHale yes. would, uh, play clips and then talk about them for an entirely different audience. Yeah. Talk soup. Right. Uh, yeah. similar to like, uh, well, who are these podcasts, which is all done under the guise of fair use. So that Correct. is what we are protected by. I don't, you worry about a thing, <laughs> right. but I'll try not to, if you yes. do get scolded, record it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it'll just be over text. Oh but, good. Well we can t- talk yeah. about the screenshots. God bless you. Right. All right. Well, um have a good day selling uh, uh whatever it is you sell, electrical supplies and yep. uh and, and all that other fun stuff, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you for being here. Yep, no problem. Yep, bye. Ben yep. Glaze, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? He's just a saint. Hold on a second. Darla. No. She is chewing the cabinet. Um, Darla has 100% graduated to annoying teenager dog. I'm going to hold her right up to the microphone here. Uh, Young Adam, can you uh, send me the link of what you just talked about that you uh, read on Reddit that you just found the uh, post from Reddit. Maybe you can just uh, uh, throw it in the chat. A link. I would, I'd love, I'd love to go back in time to that great moment. What do you think, Darla? I'm just holding her, not even doing anything. She's such a drama queen. I hold her up to the mic and she squeals. (laughs) oh honey oh baby doll let's go take a nap come on my stress level is at an all-time low with that puppy unless when she's being a jackass like i was telling you she's become teenage dog Teenage Dog Land. Oh, 
only teenage Douglas. Adam says, I will try to link it up. You just copy it and put it in the chat. How hard is that? I don't know. Maybe you're not on a desktop. Some good reading there. All right. So uh, the stage is set for who are these free beers? The inaugural episode. Um. Stevie says, I don't think we can post links in the chat. Ah, oh, well then uh, send it via email. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll have to change that. Okay. So that's what's up. Um, I'm looking forward to that show. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Ben is uh, just a, a shining light. Okay, uh, update on Friday. I will not be doing a live show on Friday. You will get not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, it might be time to bust out the Gary Men's Warehouse incident. I don't think I've played that in best of form, or maybe I did. I, I'm not sure. Either way, I will have a, a ton of material on a uh, not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast on Friday for the free platform. And on Patreon, I have another show while I'm away. A full show that I will post for you while I'm away. Wink. Shh. All right. If you're watching the show on Twitch, thank you so much. If you're not and you uh, like to get it live and you're on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, I have to encourage you to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and then search me out. Hit the little magnifying glass and then all one word, Eric Zane live. There I am. Follow the page. You'll have a username so you can contribute on the chat. That's always fun. Link up your Amazon Prime account. Uh, easier to do on a desktop or a laptop. And then after you link up Amazon Prime, each month hit the subscribe button. And you will then not have uh, to sit through all of the commercials on the live stream. Uh, you have to sit through ads from time to time on the live stream on Twitch. Uh, Twitch has to make their money some somehow. That's that's the deal. But uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you get one Twitch stream free per month. But you must subscribe uh, on your own. You have to actually hit the button each month. So that's how you get the show in its entirety. If not, that's cool too. But I would prefer you do it on Twitch. The more people that follow me on Twitch, the quicker I will get to um, what is the status. I don't, I forget the, the terms affiliate or partner partner. That's the thing I have to average 75 audience members, a show for one straight month. And I'm at about half of that. I average probably maybe 40 on a good day, 35, 40, not a lot of people, but the more people that follow, uh, the more that that uh, number will increase over time. 
And I'm in it for the long haul. Did you know there's a term called pod fade? One in 10 podcasts uh, make it nine out of 10 podcasts last 20 episodes or less. And then they just, whoever's doing them just stops doing them. That's called pod fade. Um, If you do keep doing it though, it's like 10% of all podcasts. Keep it going for a long amount of time. Okay. Uh, So there you go. The audio podcast is available wherever you download shows. Like as soon as this one gets done, I take the audio and make the audio podcast of it. The lion's share of people enjoy the show that way. If you really want to help out, subscribe on an audio platform. Doesn't matter which one. Uh, Subscribe. If you can rate it and review it, that helps me. That's that doesn't cost you anything to do. And um, sign up on Twitch. Now, I mean, if you listen to just the audio podcast, still, please sign up on Twitch. That helps me. If you get the show Twitch live every day, still subscribe on an audio podcast platform. Uh, that that all helps me. Uh, of course, follow Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. And on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. And follow my YouTube channel. Okay. T-shirts, EricZaneShow.com. Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you want more content, including, including who are these freebeers? That is a Patreon exclusive show. And I am trying not to get too excited about it, but that is going to be the most popular show on the platform. The Ben and Eric is right now between Ben and Eric and who are these Zanes? But for the foreseeable time being, it will be who are these freebeers? Okay, spread the word. That will be a Patreon show. Uh, Adam writes, Ellen, Reddit post. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. This was four months ago. The entertainment that comes from others being hurt, regardless of the situation, breaks my heart. So here I go. I am Ellen, ex-wife of Joe. So many accusations have been sprinkled across social media without clarity or validation and judgment was made by so many. Most of us who are personally connected to Joe were silent at his request due to the toxicity of social media and because it will not change anything. My post is in no way saying that I do not support victims of abuse. I do. I am a therapist that works with addiction and abuse on a daily basis. I do not want to be clustered in with Joe's accusers. I was not abused by Joe ever. I saw Joe in the depths of his misuse of alcohol. As listeners of the show know, he can say some pretty crude things for laughs. That said, even in his drunkest state, he never attacked me verbally or laid a hand on me. It's just not in his character. Like many, our divorce was rocky. There was sadness and anger, but I never wanted his personal life to be public fodder or to impact his job. I believe everyone should support victims of abuse and can do so without attacking and verbally abusing Joe or those that support him. I am not speaking to anyone else's experience. I am just stating that in the six years of our relationship and marriage, I had quite the opposite experience. I would like to set the record straight and hope that this can be respected. I am uh, trying to find the uh, 
uh, Ashley portions of this. I wonder if they've been deleted. Oh, that's too, that's too bad. I think that they actually are deleted. Yeah, there's all sorts of comment removed by moderator. Comment removed by moderator. Because it was a back and forth affair. Uh, Ashley, who gives zero fucks, went full bore on this fucking thing. And challenged her at every turn. Um, I kind of called it a draw, but not exactly. I still would uh, raise the hand of Ashley on this. I think she had more wits about her when she was describing it, but it was a brawl. Oh, man, where were you? Um, when you read that one, Tyler said, bet she won't receive a C and D in the mail. She says, I already did a long time ago. Uh, the username, let's see, maybe I'm, I'm just missing it. My God, what a thread. Yeah, I can't see shit on there. What the fuck was your username again, Ashley, on that thing? Um, what the duck 77? Hmm. Yeah, it might be a bad idea for me to try to I can't find any I can't find shit all right well either way it was quite a it was quite a time these two titans going at it back and forth I'll have to I'll have to come back to that Adam says I do see comments from that username oh shit Ah, fuck it. All right, one more try. No? No, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm distracting myself. All right. What a dumbass. Um, I will say goodbye now to everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Facebook and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And follow me also on YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. 
And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock uh martha stewart is getting all sorts of uh publicity Sports Illustrated. Wow. I don't know about this. Sports Illustrated has put Martha Stewart on the cover of of the of the swimsuit issue. Now I'm not I'm not falling for this. Okay. Uh, her face looks young. She's always had quite a young-looking face, Martha Stewart. And, you know, uh, the best of whatever money can buy that can assist that. Her hair is done up. Uh, pretty robust. She's 81. She's got this... Uh, looks like a set of drapes around her shoulders. And she's seated in a very flattering way. And um, you can see cleavage of old lady tit. Now, I don't know, man. I I was quick to point out that when Caitlyn Jenner was on the cover of Vanity Fair, that I thought the Kate, that Caitlyn Jenner looked attractive. I think there's so much covering Martha Stewart here that it's, it's too much covering. I think if you really wanted to do this right, she had to have nothing covering her. And then she would look like an appropriate 81-year-old lady wearing a swimsuit. I'm not buying this because of this giant uh, orange hefty bag around her shoulders. And it's so tastefully done. I mean, the way she's uh, got her legs crossed. uh, She probably has plenty of duct tape to make her tits look like that. It's a horrible thing to say, but it's probably true. You know, if you're going to put Martha Stewart on a cover of anything, it needs to be like on a cover of like uh, Hustler. You know, not Playboy, Hustler. You remember when you were a kid and you saw your first Hustler or even Penthouse 
where, you know, in Playboy, they would just show the chick and you couldn't really see the inner workings of the female genitalia. And so we had this idea that it was just a a bush triangle and somehow the babies flew out of there. It wasn't until we saw our first penthouse or hustler where the girls uh, like to make sure you have a nice uh, view of the inner workings of where the babies come out of that you went, oh my God, look at that thing. That was shocking. Back when I was four. Can you imagine if Martha Stewart was in that magazine? I don't even know if that's still a magazine. They actually still sell magazines. You go into like one of those uh, stores that sells booze and cigarettes downtown. Booze, cigarettes, and porno. When I worked at the radio station at GRD, we had a place downstairs called, uh, I forget what the fuck it was called. Muncie's or Everett's or I don't know. And that's all they would do is, is sell busted. They'd have busted magazine on the corner and the clientele who actually were in the magazine would come into the store to buy smokes and booze and porno. Martha is interviewed on the today show. Josh says 100% finding a hustler in the woods was the first time I saw a cervix. I don't think they showed you. I don't think it was cervix. That's way up there. Uh, Maureen says she's 81 years old. She looks fantastic. There are also three other covers with hot young babes. Well, I'm not concerned because it's, it's an old lady and they should be showing hot babes. I'm just, I don't understand. I mean, if you're going to do that, you got to get rid of that big thing she has around her shoulders. I think she would have been better served that way. But she's obviously hiding something. Chris says to cover her prison tats. That's funny. Maureen says it's funny listening to men discuss women's anatomy. Thank you. I don't think a cervix is anything I'd be attracted to. I wouldn't get worked up if I saw a cervix. Young Adam asks, were you, you were four when you saw that? No, you dick. It's a joke. All right. Uh, Bob says that's just the cover. What are the inside picks like? I don't know. Let's get into the story. Martha appeared on the Today Show with um, Savannah and Hoda. I'd want to see Savannah in the magazine. Oh, my God, do I love her. Okay, we can't wait any longer, and neither can Martha. Ladies and gentlemen, you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Introducing this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Cover Model Martha Stewart. Wait, what? Seeing it for the very first time. Martha, what do you think? I I like that picture. (laughs) I would think so. I would say, love, you want to come over and chat for a moment? Sure, I'd love to be with you. Oh, my gosh. It's so, I'm I'm sort of shaking. She can barely walk. She looks like she raided Gene Simmons' closet. 
for those fucking stage boots. Because, um, you know, it's it's odd to go to an island and then get changed into nine different bathing suits <laughs> in one day in front of all those people. And um, and it turned out OK. Well, it turned out more than OK. <laughs> OK, just back up a little bit. So Sports Illustrated calls you up and says, hey, we have an idea we in will- November. Okay, she looks very pretty there. She doesn't look 81, for fuck's sake. I'll give her that. Yeah, tell us And I and said, in January, end of January, you have to be ready to pose okay. for the cover of Sports Illustrated. And, you know, that, that was a kind of a request that I've never had before. <laughs> no, but I'm not kidding you. I always thought she had a young-looking face. I'll give her that. I think she looks very... She doesn't look 81. She looks 61. <laughs> and um, and to be on the cover at my age was uh, was a challenge, and uh, and I I think I met the challenge. In what way? Well, I I I didn't starve myself, but I I didn't eat any bread or pasta for a couple of months. Uh, I went to Pilates. I would absolutely have sex with her. Pilates every other day, mm. and that was great. The Pilates I I'm still going to Pilates every other day because uh-huh. it's so great. Um, and, um, and I just, I, I live a clean life anyway, mm-hmm. pretty, you know, good diet and good exercise and, and, uh, healthy skincare and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of fun. <laughs> I, I mean, look, oh, Martha, this is incredible. Oh my Come God. on. I mean, they were prodding me and pinching me and pouring water <laughs> are, over my head. Yeah. And, what are some of the tricks and stuff that they do while they're on a photo well, shoot? No, there's no tricks, actually. Ah. No tricks. Uh, no, I'm just always as hot. I mean, they. They, they tell you you look okay. I mean, that, it's, that's nice. They, they sort of reinforce that it's I mean, okay look, to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. You look incredible. But, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, and it is, for me, uh, it is um, a testament to good living. Mm. And I think that all of us should think about good living, successful living, and not about aging. That's uh, good. The, the whole aging thing. All right, I kind of want to sit here and watch this whole fucking thing. We get it. So she's uh, on the cover. All right. I can't, I cannot, uh, I cannot say anything negative other than, you know, I thought it was a little weird to be all covered up like that. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, she's pretty, pretty hot for an old bird. No, I think she's pretty hot. I mean, she's 81 and you know, I love old women. Um, All right. Let's have sex with Martha Stewart. Uh, I remember my uh, stepsister, Elizabeth. She used to cut my hair back in the day. And uh, I told her she reminds me of Martha Stewart because I thought Martha Stewart was really pretty. And she got so pissed off at me. She goes, ew, what? I remind you of Martha Stewart? Oh, my God. Uh, she makes weed brownies for Snoop. Yeah. Uh, Chris says she's older than Biden. What a contrast. Maureen loves her. Says she looks beautiful. Yeah, I I, I give her that. You know, I mean, uh, 81. I wonder if, uh, if she's ever had um, like any type of... Uh, surgery or anything like that i i don't i don't detect that in her face her face looks like it has it you know how like uh when someone gets some work done they just look fucked they look surprised and stretched and stupid i don't i don't detect that with her you know 
All right. So I got I got nothing really bad to say about this. You know, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Do people still say that? I don't think they do. Okay. Hold on. I got to go tinkle. All right. I will be back. Don't go anywhere. Chris asks, has anyone seen the videos of the skateboarding French bulldog? Oh, my, one of my favorites of all time. Oh, I love skateboarding French bulldog. I like how he like leans into the turns and he's dodging people as he's here. She's skating along. It's fantastic. Uh, who cut the cheese says Darla looks like a, a, a Thai beanie baby. Maureen says, I wish Darla could stay that size forever. And she, boy, she's growing fast too. It's getting harder to carry her. <clears throat> and she can now bound up the steps. Getting stronger, more sassy, more aggressive. She's already kicking uh, Bruce's ass. I had to separate them last night. Uh, she was so beating him down. Well, not exactly. She just is relentless. And she bites. A little pain in the ass. And she gets pissed. Like when I hold her up to the microphone, she's pissed. She is pissed off. That is a regular thing. Okay. Listen up. Uh, as I indicated, Patreon, I need you to sign up if you want to check out who are these free beers next Wednesday. If you're listening to the audio podcast, keep this in mind. Even if you just sign up for one month to get that one show to see if you like it, five or 10 bucks a month, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. You do not want to miss us reviewing uh, the free beer and hot wings. The best way to load the dishwasher episode and their discussion where they pull back the curtain and talk about the way they do business now with their cool coach. Tracy Johnson is his name. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It is behind a paywall. You cannot get the show unless you throw five or 10 bucks my way. Try it for just one month. In fact, sign up. After you finish signing up, cancel it. You get that whole month. I encourage you to do that because the last thing I want you to do is if you don't like it to get stuck paying it for a second month. I'm trusting that you will like it. And if you do like it, you will then again sign up. And if you do, I'm going to take 10% off of the cost if you sign up for one year. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and the live stream of today's podcast is brought to you by Berlin Raceway. Fun all summer long. Racing starts at 4 p.m. this coming Saturday. Tickets are just $14 for all of the action. It's a damn party. You will love the fun that you will have at Berlin Raceway. Under the grandstand, they got a bar with a band playing. Uh, the drinks are cold and cheap. The food, the concessions are second to none. Um, kids 15 and under, free. Parking free. 
You can bring in your own cooler, 12 by 9 or smaller, with this, all your snacks so you, you know, are on a budget and you don't want to buy any concessions. That's cool. You can also bring soft drinks as long as they're in, like, uh, a can. No glass, no alcohol can be brought into the venue. So how about that? What a bargain. And tickets, when you buy online, are $14 at Berlin Raceway. When you get them at the gate, they're 17 some different re, uh, weekends, it might be a little more depending on who's racing, but uh, 14 bucks this weekend, berlinraceway.com. Get a group together and go to the races. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, when I started uh, marketing, when Mario started marketing on this podcast, it was one office in Muskegon. Then he expanded to include Grand Rapids. Now he is in every state except South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Those are horrible states, I guess. I don't know. If you listen to the show, no matter where you are, please consider reaching out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage when you're ready to get a mortgage. See if what Mario has to offer is for you. 231-332-6505. Please mention your old pal EZ. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Adam Balboa says you need a couch after doing the same show for 20 years. I'm confused. I don't know what that means. Maureen says I have a 40 pound lap dog who likes to be rocked to sleep. Adam says not couch coach (laughs) makes more sense now. Aram asks, are the new listeners going to say anything about the while I'm away shows? Shh, I hope not. Fingers crossed. If you are on Patreon and you hear the while I'm away shows, let's keep that close to the vest. Ride that storm out for as long as we can. Because it's fun. Some of you are like, what does that even mean? The while I'm away shows, shh. Well, you go to Patreon and check it out. You'll figure that out. Chris says, what do you mean? There's nothing to be said about them. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you to Kenny for sending along a funny video. Yesterday, we ran into some trouble. When Amanda sent a, quote, funny video, it wasn't. This is. Someone shot video footage of mom slash grandma. uh, Who's not aware that the PA prank name. Last name Hunt. First name Mike can make you sound like you're saying something terrible. Mike? Why from? I don't know. Did Mike Hunt call? 
Why are you asking me that 15 times? Did he call? I don't know what my cunt. <laughs> Who is the fuck is my cunt? The guy that called. You know what? I'm getting pissed. Did I'm getting pissed. <laughs> Did he call? Did he? I don't know. I'm You've asking. been answering the phone. You've been answering the phone. Did my cunt call? Did he? Okay. We're done. <laughs> Well, I don't get it. What the fuck is wrong with you two? <laughs> who is my cunt? Oh, 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 oh. Who yes. Is who is he? You don't know either, do you? He doesn't know either. <laughs> Mike, do you know who my cunt is? <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Look at your dad. <laughs> Whatever. Can you read this for me? <coughs> Are Holy you messing shit. with me? Oh, hang on. Oh, my God. I'm fucking crying. I don't see anything funny about this. <laughs> oh, that is... That's special. Wow. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. I need to reach out to Mike Hunt and get to the bottom of this. Um, I remember walking through the Nashville airport for those fucking bane of my existence market visits. No offense if you went. I like meeting you personally, but oh, Jesus, fuck. I hated those things. Uh, walking through the Nashville airport, there's a uh, some guy on a stage hired by the airport to play country music to kind of welcome people in. And his name, it, his name in big letters behind him on a backdrop says Michael Hunt. And it's like, you're not fooling anybody. Okay. Your name's Mike Hunt. I think we ended up talking. We might've talked to that guy on the air. Aram says, that's almost as funny as Luke Skywalker being jealous of two lightsabers or some other nonsense. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, I meant to get to this yesterday or last week, and I, I never did. Um, do you ever recall the story about Selena Gomez received a kidney? Like she was going to die. Something fucked up happened to her and she needed a kidney. And one of her besties uh, gave her a kidney, saved her life uh, years ago. Like here they are, like uh, from the day that the uh, surgery took place. Look at they're holding hands, staring. They're uh, staring at each other with big smiles. Oh, my God. Here she is. Selena, 416. Uh million followers this is back when they actually um did the procedure it says uh, i'm very aware this is uh from back then i'm very aware some of my fans had noticed i was laying low for part of the summer and questioning why i wasn't promoting my new music which i was extremely proud of so i found out i needed to get a kidney transplant due to my lupus and was recovering it was what I needed to do for my overall health. I honestly look forward to sharing with you soon my journey through these past several months as I have always wanted to do with you. Until then, I 
want to publicly thank my family and incredible team of doctors for everything they have done for me prior to and post-surgery. And finally, there aren't words to describe how I can possibly thank my beautiful friend, uh, Francia Reza. I guess she's in showbiz too, but I don't know who that is. She gave me the ultimate gift and sacrifice by donating her kidney to me. I am incredibly blessed. Uh, by the way, it's not the ultimate gift. The ultimate gift is like, you know, you give your life. Giving a kidney is not the ultimate gift. It's a great gift. You are, in a, in a sense, saving someone's life. I guess, but I mean, I don't, I don't go around saying, Hey, I gave the ultimate gift. That's your life. You know, that's like, uh, you know, jumping in front of the bullet. Anyway, she gave me the ultimate gift. It's semantics and sacrifice by donating her kidney to me. I am incredibly blessed. I love you so much, sis. Lupus continues to be very misunderstood, but progress is being made. Yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. You know, here, here's the scar. So, all right, all good, right? Nothing could possibly go wrong. Not so. These two are fighting now. Yeah, I think the one thing that if you give someone a kidney, you know, uh, you, you should always be afforded some type of grace. You know, you should always, if you give the kidney, like if you, if you give the kidney and then like, uh, uh, like if I gave the kidney to Jeffrey and then I, I had sex with his dog, he, you know, he'd probably be upset, but ultimately I'd have to say, Hey, can't be mad. I gave you a kidney. He'd be like, ah, you're right. Something's gone wrong in the relationship. And now Selena Gomez, who has 416 million followers on uh, uh, Instagram. They're bullying this uh, chick who gave her the kidney. Francia Reza. Francia Reza says she's been on the receiving end of some serious bullying since speaking out on her broken relationship with Selena Gomez. Uh, we got the How I Met Your Father star out in Studio City Saturday and shared some of the vile comments she's gotten in the wake of her interview where she dodged questions about Selena, yet sort of threw shade at the same time. Uh, hang on a second here. I might have something for you on this, of this chick actually uh, speaking, this Francie Eraser. Uh, see an ad for ladies in bathing suits. This is this has got to be uh, one of those ads for hey. May, so what if you packed on a few pounds? Try these bathing suits. Okay, beautiful. No comment. Looks great. Love it so much. How long is this ad? Sizes ten to thirty. There we go. 
How's everything going with uh, you and Selena? I know you and followed her. You still don't follow her. Are, are things good with you? Yeah, because how it goes is if they if someone stops following, then they they that's that's you know where there's smoke, there's fire. You guys. Sunday is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you guys still talk? Um, it's a good day, isn't it? It's so pretty out now. I, I know, the isn't snow it? Last week. Uh huh. Now, I like weather. I like how I'm you're really dodging good. these answers, huh? I'm really good at this game. Okay. I've Wait, better. but so you guys, you guys do talk still, right? Why do you why do you not follow her back? She followed you. Did you know I'm from the valley? I, I didn't know. I mean, oh, I see what's happening. I don't think they have it. Will you follow her back eventually? Okay, so not a lot going on. However, this is ridiculous. Uh, Francia said things have gotten so bad she's now suffering mentally because of all the bullying. She uh, told TMZ one of the most hurtful comments she's gotten was from one of uh, Selena Gomez's uh, uh, fans. Quote, I hope someone goes up goes up your pee rhymes with mussy. I hope someone goes up your mussy and rips out your other kidney, you fucking whore. Oh my god. I don't even like saying it. Alright, I'm just gonna read it. Now I didn't write it. I'm just saying I'm just I mean I didn't I didn't make the quote. I'm just gonna read it to you. I hope someone goes up your pussy and rips out your other kidney, you fucking whore. <gasps> Holy shit. Now, these two go back many, many years. Things went south when Selena later told an interviewer the only person she was close to in Hollywood was Taylor Swift. And that was the problem. Francia Reza then unfollowed Selena, and the two haven't gotten on the same page since. If you're Selena Gomez, and you you don't acknowledge the woman who gave you the kidney with the crack. The only person in Hollywood you're close to is Taylor Swift. And Francia Reza is not close to you. That's what you're saying. That's an insult. You can't say that about the person who gave you a kidney, you stupid idiot. Uh, Francia says... Getting bullied by Selena's fan base doesn't make any sense, especially since Selena's been a huge advocate against this kind of behavior. In her eyes, all the online hate needs to stop, not just against her, but for everyone who's getting attacked by fans. I don't know about that. Some people do deserve to get attacked. Take a look at Boring Dean. He deserves all of that. If you're going to bully someone, bully a former Zaniac. That is the only form of bullying that is acceptable. Rich writes, so they're blood sisters now. Can they still scissor? 
Stevie says, that's not how that works. Chris says, wow, people are crazy. They sure are. That whole thing is fucked up. Okay. Um, saying hello to Dale from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Have Dale power wash, uh, well, your house, your deck, your landscaping stone, whatever it may be. He's going to be over here at the end of this week doing that here. 231-740-4098. That is 231-740-4098. Superior cleaning and power washing. Do you or someone you know own a restaurant? You need those hoods cleaned by a certified uh, person. That would be Dale. Call for an estimate. 231-740-4098. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. If you or someone you know or love is uh, having trouble keeping the family fed, the WIC program might be just what they need. Reach out to the Kent County Health Department for details on how this works. You can go to their website, accesskent.com slash health, or you can just call them 616-632-7200, 616-632-7200. 7,200. Looking at uh, Darla here. What, honey? What is it? What is it? Oh, so big. So big. She's like, why are you so fucking loud, you asshole? I remember a few years ago, we did a story about uh, some bear in Michigan climbed a tree. I think it was in a, uh, somewhere around Grand Rapids. Black bear made an appearance, climbed a tree, scared to death. And they eventually had to uh, tranquilize the bear. Get the bear down. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources. The Department of Natural Resources. This is their. They love this, you know. Uh, these the the DNR people are more focused on their job um, in enforcing all things nature, more so than like SEAL Team Six was when they killed. Uh, uh, Osama bin Laden, bin Laden, bin Laden. That's, that's the type of stuff that the Michigan department of natural resources is made of. They're the ones who, when dad is, uh, at inland Lake with his two kids and, uh, they've got the, uh, Spider-Man and the Dora, the Explorer fishing pole. And they're trying to catch a, 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 a little sunfish or a panfish. The DNR guy is in the weeds with binoculars. Second that line hits the water. Rollers on. Skids to a stop. Pulls his gun. And says, I need to see licenses. 
Dad doesn't have the license. DNR guy writes him a $5,000 ticket, takes all their shit. Kids are crying. They're traumatized. DNR guy masturbates as he's driving away. That's what these sick fucks do. They get together for parties with no pants on, butt fucking each other and shooting coyotes and other nuisance animals like gray squirrels. And they put them in each other's assholes. This is all true. So when these psychopaths heard that in uh, some community over mother's day near Traverse city, that there was a bear in the tree. They knew what they had to do. They knew they had a party on their hands. Take a look. The bear scared to death. These two guys here, you can only see them from like, uh, you know, waist up in the uh, bucket there with the crane that is... uh, the boom is getting them close. It says Michigan Department of Natural Resources wildlife biologist Steve Griffith prepares to fire a tranquilizer dart into a black bear in a tree outside of a home. What it should say is wildlife biologist Steve Griffith prepares to fire a tranquilizer dart into a black bear and masturbates In a tree outside of a home. A city in northern Michigan has a new Mother's Day memory. A 350-pound bear in a tree for hours. Watched by dozens of people before it fell asleep. And then it says dropped onto a mattress below. Because this dude um, fires the dart, ejaculates onto the people below. They, all these, this is Northern Michigan. So their, their mouths are open as this guy ejaculates onto them. All the children, they're eating this, this DNR guy's ejaculate. Look at, here they are. These are the people. And look at, this is a shot of the bear mid fall. Quote, it's like the best block party ever said Annette Anderson. That This is not a reason for a block party. Look at all these locals. Onlookers watch as people work to remove a black bear from a tree. These are all the people that this guy in the green hat ejaculated into their mouths. This DNR guy. This is the bear after it's been shot. And the bear's getting groggy. It says, a man attempts to use a rope to lower a tranquilized bear from a tree. But no. That, that's just bullshit. This is the bear falling to its death. The, the, the whole thing about dropped onto a mattress. Do you see a mattress anywhere? But no. Look at this poor fucking thing. Oh my God. <coughs> the drama in Traverse City began. 
When a wildlife expert responded to a morning call about the bear in a tree, they fired at least four tranquilizer darts into its butt. The bear snoozed on a thick limb before finally dropping to the ground early afternoon Sunday. Ashley Walter hauled mattresses from her house to soften the fall, according to the Traverse City Record Eagle. I don't see mattresses. I think that's a lie um, to calm people down. Spectators sitting on lawn chairs, sitting on lawns or in chairs, held their phones up to take pictures and video. They live for this up there. I guarantee you after the bear hit the ground dead, they hacked off its head, put it on a pike and braided it around the town. Uh, The guy who ejaculated on the locals, Steve Griffith said they're a tough animal. Obviously they are in trees all the time. They do have accidents in the wild. They can take a pretty good fall. All a lie, all a lie. It says the bear was transferred on a tarp to a cylindrical bear trap after his vital signs and airway were checked. Next stop, a long drive and released in a wooded area, probably 50, 60 miles at minimum, according to the wildlife biologist, Steve Griffith. I don't personally believe that. I think they just burned his body. Look at him. Look at how adorable he is. That is a good looking bear. This is him. Now, look, do you see him on a mattress? No, he's got like a cover on his face. This is absolutely horrible. I'm so disgusted by this. Look at all. These are all the people waiting for the ejaculate. 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 More people waiting for ejaculation. This is the guy who's going to ejaculate on them. There's the bear falling. This is what they put the bear in this thing. Now, it says bear trap. That's a DNR logo. Danger. Keep away. But uh, don't let that fool you. That's an oven. They just put the bear in there, and then they drive away, hit the button, and then it fire shoots out the sides. Here's the bear. Happier times. Here's this, this mom. She can't believe it. She needs to go. She's looking for ejaculate. It's why her mouth is open. What a horrible story. I hate the Department of Natural Resources. These sick, sadistic. Uh, Chris says, yeah, that is a smoker. Aram says, I think Eric has experience safely approaching baby bears. That's true. In Tennessee, I, I walk towards the baby bear with the mama there. That's That's what I do. Everybody goes away. I walk towards it. Uh, who cut the cheese says, yep, the bear is dead. Chris says, imagine if that thing woke up and went cocaine bear on everybody. Chris says, bumbles bounce. Kyle says, DNR officers are filled with police academy flunkies. This is true. Hang on. I hear noises behind me. We chew toys, not couches. 
Wow. So, uh, you know, again, Traverse City's kind of weird because um, it's like a hamlet. There is a, there's a, there's a right side of the tracks and a wrong side of the tracks. Uh, you have some actually pretty wealthy people that have places up there, but it's, it's mixed in with the locals who are just some of the biggest losers on the planet. Um, and, but some of the tendencies, the Hilljack tendencies kind of like uh, get transferred via some unknown uh, source or entity into the rich people's uh, bloodstream that makes them behave like fucking animals. Hence, standing around the DNR guy, waiting for him to shoot jizz into their mouths while they, uh, they themselves masturbate as a deer is murdered. A deer. A bear is murdered right in front of them as it falls out of a tree and its spine becomes powder. And then publicly they say that, oh yeah, there was a mattress there. But that's not true at all. Wasn't there a video of uh, a bear falling out of a tree and the dumbasses put a trampoline? And then uh, it flew back up into the air and crumpled down? Yeah, there is. Thank you, Josh. He confirms it. I've got that video. Same thing. Look at, oh my God, fucking shit. Oh. Bear traffic control news. Here's the story you've all been waiting for. Out of Missoula, Montana. Stay with me. Baron tree plus trampoline times tranquilizer gun equals comedy. That's not funny. Fuck you. He's okay. He's okay. Bullshit, he's okay. And he's all right. He's all right. Oh, he's crushed his spine. Could this get any more humiliating? Oh, no. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. Being carried away, police say physically the bear will be just fine, although he may need years of therapy. After being carried like a six pack. <laughs> Craig Kilborn, where are you? What happened to you? What happened to Craig Kilborn for fuck's sake? Yeah, I agree. Aaron says, why are those idiots clapping? You fucking dicks. I hated that. Poor guy. Anyway, that's what's going on up there in shit kicker land. So horrible. Kyle Ryan says daily show is looking for a new host. Maybe Kilborn can take his old job. Yeah. Cause it went Craig Kilborn was a way, it was a way different show. And then it went to uh John Stewart. And then Trevor Noah, and now he's gone too, right? I I really didn't care for uh, I I didn't really watch that show. I remember my old uh, radio mates. They everything John Stewart said, they just they just worshipped him. Everything. Come on. 
Okay. I got a baseball fight for you. Thank you, Mike Ball. This one doesn't have any sound. I wish it did. Uh, the sound always adds so much more to it. Uh, Mike Ball sent this along from a baseball fight club. This dude here, he's one of the belligerents. Behind him, you see a woman in a red shirt with a wristwatch here. Also a belligerent. To the right of the dude with the sunglasses on his head is another woman. Belligerent. Red shirt hat guy. Belligerent. In front of red shirt baseball hat guy is his significant other. Belligerent. All right. Um, this guy who I'll just call Nacho dude. He's, he's talking and he looks a little, looks a little agitated. Uh, this is at the Cleveland guardians game. They're starting to draw some attention here. These two are looking on, uh Oh, something's going on over there. This guy over here, by the way, these are all people from Cleveland. So they all have that same look. A uh, thousand yard stare, uh, a, a poor, a poor proportion on their bodies, generally unkempt, uh, a dirty. You can actually see the BO on these people. Roll a little more. This guy looks to be getting more and more agitated, but people are thinking about sitting down. Now, now, uh, red shirt hat guy belligerent. Stands up. Uh, you see the guy lost one of his nachos there. Right there. This moment. See? See that nacho fall right out? That's a problem. And I see a hand. It looks like a, a bitch to the right of nacho dude. She puts her hand out. You see? The hand goes out. She kind of air swats him. He doesn't like that. Nacho falls out. And now she actually touched him. Now, while that's unfolding, look at this chick here. All right. Uh, no socks, sketcher bitch. She's standing behind a guy. She's waiting for red shirt hat guys, significant other to stand up. All right. So it's three against two here. Still talking. No sock sketcher bitch steps up now because red shirt hat guy's wife is standing up. Now watch what no sock sketcher bitch does. She spits. She spits in red shirt hat guy's wife's face. That's a spit job right there. You can't really I can't really see the spit leaving her mouth, but a uh, red shirt hat guy knows it. Look, he's like, hey, what the fuck? And then he right away springs into action. Now, this is Cleveland, so this is okay. You can just smack a bitch. So whammo, right upside the head. 
look at guy here with the stupid hair. You can see just his face behind Nacho guy. Look at look at his face expression change. As soon as uh, spit bitch, no sock sketcher bitch gets smacked in the head. Oh, 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 oh. Now it's on. Nacho guy does the worst thing imaginable. Drops the nachos. The nachos are now flying as red shirt hat guy pushes no sock sketcher bitch. Fat Elvira to the right of Nacho guy is like, what the fuck? Look at red hair here. Oh my God. And then Lisa Kronz over here, way in the distance with that Kronz haircut is she's at the game. Um, Red shirt pushes Sketcher bitch who falls onto the chair, the top of the chair back. Fat Elvira stepping in. Nacho guy throws some kind of like, I don't even know if that's a punch. Uh, The spoon goes flying or the fork or whatever. This is a utensil flying now. Nachos are on the ground. These guys are throwing weird open hand punches. They're more like strange grabs. It's like both these guys have that disease where their hands are like lobster claws. Meanwhile, look at this little one on uh, on this guy with the, the fucking homeless dude. The homeless dude brought his red-haired kid to the baseball game and is enjoying this. Two kids, fat Elvira looking on. Meanwhile, this fat dude stands up. He can't believe what he's seeing. This guy, this guy right here, who you see in the foreground with the eight chins, He's 18 years old. That's how they roll in Cleveland. All right. So now, Fat Elvira, uh, Red Shirt Hat Guy's wife. All the phones are going up. They're now recording. Uh, Red Shirt Hat Guy goes down for some reason. We're not sure what happened there. Uh, Spit, uh, No Sock Sketcher Bitch is in the middle of this. Okay, now, this is where we see some beautiful man tit. Look at, look at the man tit going here on this guy. Two people have him by his shirt. They're fucking up this guy's shirt. Now he throws some punch. I think this punch landed onto uh, Nacho Guy because this is Nacho Guy's hand. His head is down low and red shirt hat guy. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. And Fat Elvira looks like she's putting her face into his ass. You see this? This is Fat Elvira. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. More grabbing, more grabbing. Nacho guy. This guy comes in. I don't know who that dude is. He's trying to break her up. That's the bitch who spit. She started everything. This fucking whore spit. The dude, Nacho guy had it all taken care of. And then this dumb bitch caused all this shit by spitting on the chick. Here's a nacho guy. He's now down for the count. Red shirt hat guy has punched him in the face hard. He's beating the shit out of him. And that's all I got on that one. Wow. Considering where that one started, that is, uh, that is quite a fight.
Man, I love this. Baseball Fight Club on Twitter. All right, that's what I'm talking about. And this is the top one on it. There's there's the tit shot. Cleveland Cleavage. Uh, Cleveland Cleavage, it says. All right, I'll link it up. I know it's hard if you're listening to the podcast. If you're just listening to the podcast, I know it's hard to follow along. I hope it's still engaging at some point. But um, I try to make those as entertaining as possible and describe to you word for word uh, how it goes. Aram says a fight over one nacho. I guess at those stadium prices. Cole says she looks like a spitter. Josh says fat Elvira is like, no, the nachos. Those nachos were $38. Hell yeah, he's going to fight. Josh says anyone else hear that Cleveland, it's a perfect place. If you're a douchebag song playing in the background, yes. Cole, with his comment, she looks like a spitter. I don't know if you were here earlier today, Cole. I talked about you and your trolling on the Free Bear and Hot Wings show subreddit. You're going to, if you do that, if you make that a regular habit, they're going to ban you. First, they're going to think it's me, though. They're going to blame me, and then they're going to ban you. They hate, they hate me. Well, I shouldn't say everybody hates me, but uh, the moderator, the one moderator... Uh, he's known as Dexter. That's the guy I know. His name is Derek. I have a good rapport with him, but the other one, Corporal Turnips, he hates me. You won't get anywhere with him. He will throw you out. All right. While I'm at it, uh, see if we can make this happen. Oh, there's an ad. Of course there's an ad, for God's sake. <clears throat> um, Adam said, just get YouTube, whatever, subscription YouTube. It kills all the commercials. Yeah, but then I can't think on my feet. Sometimes in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. Wait, this is the second one. I want the first one. Fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. Buy some food that's prepared near the street. Who knows, you might even see this guy. You should come on down to West 6th Street. It's the perfect place if you're a douchebag. Watch the poor people all wait for buses. Who the fuck still uses a payphone? Here's the place where there used to be industry. This train is carrying jobs out of Cleveland. Cleveland leads the nation in drifters. Here's a statue of Moses Cleveland. He's the guy who invented Cleveland. Yeah! Still funny. <laughs> it's the perfect place if you're a douchebag. <clears throat> Well, anyway, 
Cole says I wasn't here earlier, but I'm not on Reddit. That must be a fake Cole. Oh, I thought that was you. Fuck me. My bad. <sighs> wow, what a fight. I don't know, man. People just need to de-escalate. You know, avoid the drama. Imagine that. Me telling people to avoid the drama. All right. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, you can have the same type of uh, technical support for your business. If you have a small or medium-sized business and, uh, you know, you got your tech and your employees and your customers and your products and you're doing whatever it is you do, that's wonderful. But if in the uh, event something goes south, you should have a team ready to spring into action. That's what a managed IT service provider is or does. Not every business can afford an in, uh, in-house staff of IT professionals. That's where Blue Frost IT comes in. 616-200-8550. That is their number. Reach out to them if you would like to learn more about their services. In West Michigan. Also in West Michigan. The immortal Joe Martinez. A and E. Heating and cooling. Uh, I believe, let's see, today's the 16th, tomorrow's the 17th, the 18th, Joe Martinez will be here at 8 a.m. Tuning up my AC. Right outside of this room is the big fan with the, you know, the metal around it. You take the metal covering off and he sprays all that shit on there and he, and hoses it down, uh, to get the, uh, all of the um, dust and pollen and debris and stupidity off of it. Then he comes inside, tunes up all the things inside of the home that uh, keeps the cool air pumping. That is an AC tune-up. You need it done once a year. And it costs $79. 616-516-8579. If you're like, ah, fuck that. I've never done that. Well, then you are in desperate need of it. The last thing you want is on the hottest day of the year, that thing to go puke on you. And uh, then you're stuck. Then you have to pay for an after hour service call. Then you have to hope he can fit you into a schedule. Come on. 616-516-8579. M37 Hackers is uh, a fantastic place in Middleville, Michigan. Along M37, obviously. Uh, if you want to golf on the greatest courses on the planet, you must go to M37 Hackers. Golf simulator bays waiting for you for 40 bucks an hour. Okay, call, bring your pals, 269. First call, 269-205-2095. Book a couple of hours. You and your bros. You all bring coolers and you drink heavily and you play golf. Please don't puke in the bays. 269-205-2095. So much better 
than uh, X-Golf. You're getting roped on that deal. And you're paying way too much for your booze when you go there. Just bring your own case. M37 Hackers, 269-2095. And then when you're driving home, you can pick up some local Middleville hooker who'll give you a BJ right in the McDonald's parking lot. All right. M37 Hackers, 269-205-2095. There's a new study that's not yet uh, peer-reviewed, but data is indicating something that we all knew. This is the... uh, I cannot believe that they even took the time to do a study about how smartphone use fucks up uh, young people. Now, when I when I saw this, I was like, oh, well, all right. Uh, I'm sure the people studied are very young children, you know? Nowadays, uh, that's what parents do. Um, we used to do it this way uh, with, like, you put the kid in front of the TV to watch, like, uh, Powerpuff Girls or... Uh, whatever Disney movie that you have to play 8 million times that the kid loves to watch. My kids did that for Jim. It was Dexter's laboratory. Matt, uh, for Jackie, it was powder puff girls or power puff girls. And, uh, what's the other one? Max and Ruby. Uh, Madison. It was, uh, Winnie the Pooh. The, the, the one with the heffalumps, the heffalumps and woozles. She'd watch that fucking thing over and over again. I knew that song. Oh my God. And then Jim also, it was, uh, uh, what's the name of the, they call him, uh, they call him Kipper. That's it. They call him Kipper, Kipper, the dog, the dog with the slipper. That's Kipper. Kipper the dog. Now he can do this. Do you think that you could too? Uh, what is it? And then, how does it go again? You like a dog, like a dog, like a dog, like a dog. They call him Kipper. Kipper the dog. The dog with the slipper. That's, that's Kipper. Kipper the dog. By the way, that's a toad, not a frog. Now he can do this. Do you think that you could? And he can do that. Which is more than any old cat could. Would you All right, they rhyme could with could there. Like a dog, like a dog, like a dog, like a dog, like Kipper. I'm probably going to get some type of Twitch ticket because I played that. Um, Kyle says Zane's plan. Tell everyone to chill. Once they do that, he fights them in the street. He also says Joe has two hoses. How does he keep them separated? 
One is called Hose A. That's the dumbest thing I've ever read. Rich says the staff at X Golf is hot, though. That's what you're really paying for. Well, just so is the hot uh, the staff at uh, M37 Hackers. If you're into men, oh yeah. Come on now. Well, anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. Data is showing how smartphone use at a young age impacts mental well-being. So I'm like, I knew that. So I was thinking, all right, uh, what age are we talking here? Because sometimes parents will um, give a child a smartphone, an iPhone or whatever, when they're uh, nine or ten months old. That's pretty much the going rate with today's parents. Um, the kids do anything that makes them have to parent. They're going to put a, a phone in their hand. Then every other week, you know, you got some dumb kid who buys like $8 million worth of shit on Amazon. Or, uh, you know, some kid threatens the school. Kid's like 18 months, months old. And he types to the school that he's going to bring an Uzi. Police uh, raid the home, shoot the kid dead. And the mom's like, what happened? I can't believe it. It's because you gave him a phone. It's your fault. But that's what parents do. It's a very easy job to parent a child these days. You don't have to do anything. You can actually have your cake and eat it too. Uh, you you have the children, and then um, occasionally you feed them, uh, but that's optional. And then you, you but what's not optional is the phone. You you get them the phone, and at age two or three months, they're on the family plan, and then they're on the family plan for life. By age three or four, they're making hardcore porno. They've already been watching it for eighteen months. And then they're making their own. Uh, then in their spare time, they they bully everybody uh, 24 hours a day. And then that's that. So there's no surprise that kids are fucked up today because of phones. Uh, and so I was thinking that this is going to be like parents who give their kids phones at a young age. But no, the study is 18 to 24-year-olds. 18 to 20, you're studying 18 to 24 year olds. They're already, they've been fucked up for two decades at that point. Uh, Some lab known as Sapien Labs examined how owning the smartphone at a younger age affects things like social engagement, self-esteem, and suicidal thoughts. They studied data from 28,000 18 to 24 year olds. This is Gen Z. It's the first generation to grow up with smartphones. Of course, uh, cell phones with an internet connection. Researchers looked at someone's age when they first got their uh, smartphone to see if it impacted parts of their mental well-being, like social engagement, self-esteem, and suicidal thoughts. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I mean, hell, and it, it doesn't have to end with a young person, Okay. Uh, that's that's not a uh, mystery. I mean, uh, hell, 90% of the people that are listening to this show, when they're not listening to this show, they're they're looking at their phone 
I mean, I, this is all I do. I have a, uh, a tour of things that I do with certain sites that I go to. Uh, I look at certain uh, uh, places online. I look at my Facebook page. I see if anybody's talking shit about me, and then I get pissed off, and I want to kill them. So that's how it's affected me. And then you add into the mix a person uh, who's much younger than 18 and how much of assholes young people are. That's not going to change. Basically, you know, uh, back in the day, you would go to school and you'd be bullied. But you could only really be bullied in person or maybe if you heard a bit of gossip. So you don't have every waking minute of the day that you're being bullied. You know, nowadays, uh, the kid gets punched in the face and then gets a text message 30 seconds later that says, I'm about to punch you in the face. And then uh, the rest of the day, they're hearing it. You know, there's there's video of uh, online of the guy getting punched in the face. And then, you know, it's on a uh, website and some podcaster is playing the video of the kid getting punched in the face. So now he's, he's viral. Of course they want to kill themselves. I think that cell phones are uh, more dangerous to uh, health than like cigarettes. If I had to choose between what to give a young person today, like my grandson is 10. He does not have a cell phone. But if someone said to me, all right, you can choose between cell phone or smoking a pack of Newports a day. I would encourage my grandson to smoke Newports, then get a phone. Uh, Overall mental well-being scores were consistently higher when smartphone ownership began at an older age, both for females and males. But um, there's no unringing this bell. The happiness that I get from this phone is incredible. All of my serotonin levels are full because of this phone. And I'm not stupid like a child. If there's something I don't like, I just don't frequent it. Then I don't get that anxiety. Kids aren't that smart. 46% of females experiencing mental health challenges received their first phone at 18. 74% of females experiencing mental health challenges got their first uh, smartphone at age six. See what I mean? 36% of males reported experiencing mental health challenges when they got their first phone at 18. Not as high for the boys who got it at six. That's because um, only 42% as compared to 74% of females age six. Those, uh, it goes from, uh, it goes 42% for the males because so many of them enjoy them for the quick ability to see uh, dirty things so that they can pound their pud. Girls won't have less tendency to be uh, uh, sexual animals. Suicidal thoughts, feelings of aggression toward others, a sense of being detached from reality or hallucinations were the most dramatic in females who got their phones at a younger age. <coughs> you got to keep the phones away from them. But how are you going to do that? 
Oh, man, this is all weird. It goes on for a little while longer. It does talk about how this has not been peer-reviewed, so that does mean something for context. So it would have to be studied by uh, professionals to determine that all of these variables are, uh, in fact, true in their estimations and, and whatnot. And they would have to do their own research to determine if what they said is even true. But I, I mean, honestly, you ever run into somebody who, uh, let's say you got a buddy who you haven't seen in a while and, uh, they in- introduce their kids to you and they're looking down and they're like, oh, and their skin's gray and they're just, they did, they just look fucked up. They're just half malnourished and just like, that's a kid who obviously does not leave the house. We never had that problem with my kids. I was always just, Jim, go out there and go fuck shit up. You know, he had this airsoft gun. I go, yeah, go, you know, shoot people with it. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just then run like fucking hell. Go get in trouble. You know, ding dong ditch. Do shit that like if you you do it to the wrong old guy, he's going to come out chasing you with a shotgun. That's how memories are made. Go play baseball, basketball, soccer, football. Uh, Try to get some stink finger. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you're not looking at the phone. When I meet somebody, I I met somebody. I I cannot reveal who the parents are of these these young people. But um, so detached. And unable to articulate and look me in the eye and have a normal conversation. I was like, you are fucked. Oh, are you fucked? That's one thing I always said to Jim. I go, Jim, when you meet someone, look at their eyes. Smile. Look at them when you're speaking. You don't have to say a lot. Just engage. Even if you don't even mean it. You can always go back to playing the video games and masturbating. But for this moment in time, don't make me look bad. You ever run into the family who like they introduce their kid and then the kids fucked up and then uh, the parents go, ah, yeah, he's just a little shy. Or they like make some, they vocalize some excuse for the kid being all like, I'm talking to a person. Oh my God. I'm always like, Oh, so you're an asshole. Not the kid, the parents like, dude, what the fuck have you done here? You just want to punch him in the face. What are you doing? I just want to say to the kids, Hey, Stop looking at the ground. Look me in the eye and sp- I don't even care if you yell at me and call me a cock. Look me in the eye and call me a cock. Jesus, do I hate that. Aram says one very true thing Freebeer once said was never as an intelligent comment followed Zane when he begins a sentence with they should make it that. That is not true. 
Sir Bob of Oliver says, when my son gets his first cell phone, it's going to be a flip phone. Oh, dude, you will cave. You will cave. Trust me. All right. That is all the time that we have today. I do have a scheduled version of Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia coming up in just a moment. A gentleman by the name of Brian will take on Dale in trivia. Asshole of the day today. Who is it going to be? Aha. I know who it is. Come on now. Those bear-killing fucks at the DNR in the great state of Michigan. Oh, that was rough. I felt so bad for that damn bear falling to his death. And then they made up some fake news story that the bear's fine. Oh, the locals ate the bear. That's what happened. They cooked it in that big smoker and ate the bear. Horrible. That's it. The podcast is done. Another two hours in the books. I hope you enjoyed it. Please spread the word about the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'll talk to you on Patreon. Until next time, have a good one. Bye-bye.